1: And if you are listening to my fantastic, wait, that can only mean one thing. You are on live on the Great Meal Soul Show on the web, powered by X3L.com. I am the one and only Q-Man. And along with my partner, T-Mitch, we are going to deliver to you 60 minutes of Meal Soul. What's going on, man?
2: Hi, I'm doing good. It's Wednesday. You know what that means, right?
1: What does that mean?
2: Besides the fact that it's hump day, it's Soul Wednesday. And I just want to point out to everyone that's listening, this is the first day in about five months that the Cuban has not told you guys how smooth his voice is. <laughs> Should they be alarmed? Is there something going on? Is there a reason that the the Q-man is not on his regular
1: smoothness? Eh, you know. Once in a while, I'll I'll leave it to the imagination.
2: That's not just that. You are one of the most modestly narcissistic people I know. (laughs) That is
1: very true.
2: I was actually looking forward to you mentioning how smooth you are because it was going to be a great segue into this email that I received about us.
0: Oh. Oh. So
2: so it hurts because now I don't know how smooth you are but I will say once again, shout out to everybody that met the Q man and myself at Circle of Sisters last weekend. We had a great time. Now I represent for next video. I got an email from a new listener, so shout out to all the new listeners on the Neil Soul show. And the email said, I really, really enjoyed the show. You guys are hilarious. You remind me of Steve Harvey and nephew Tommy.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: And I simply said, Thank you for the feedback. Please continue to listen. Because I didn't know if that, that was a compliment or an insult.
1: I just I just wasn't sure. Wow. I think we're much funnier than them.
2: You think we're funnier than them? I funny what? wasn't the word that first came to mind.
1: <laughs> what was?
2: Um more entertaining. Are more real um, I feel like my suits are a lot better than Steve's I feel like your jokes are a lot better than zombies. And we both choose to have low haircuts We're not so old that, you know, alopecia and balding are set in
3: <laughs>
1: Very well
2: said you my man though I know how you feel about people comparing you to other guys that you don't find quite as funny so it didn't really make a difference who was being compared to who I said I'm gonna wait till we get on air so I can get Q's opinion about you since you're the host of the show though I do most of the talking I have no Mm. choice but to think that you were being compared to Steve Harvey so
1: how you feel about that I don't, Steve Harvey. You know that. Yes, I do know that.
2: That can't be it. You can't say one sentence and then and then just sit there. That that, that can't be it. What? You? Also, this is this is when you do the the bite the tongue thing. You don't really have a lot to say. You don't want to jeopardize any future meetings with Steve. You want him to buy the book, right?
1: Well, you know, all I will say is that I think that we put out a very good product. I think we are very difficult to compare.
2: I agree. And especially after the last time I listened to this P. Harvey Morning Show, and it was Friday, and I guess he plays, like, classic soul music, or I guess you could, like, those, like, 60s, 70s, upbeat soul, like Charlie Wilson and the Gap Band, and that band and stuff like that, and he calls it STD. Like, Soul Teacher in the Building. From that moment on, when that last letter was for a slang version of a word in the English language, I lost all faith in the guy that hosts Family Feud. (laughs) Like he's no longer a king of comedy. This is just the guy that hosts Family Feud that somebody gave a microphone. So... That's my thoughts on it, but I definitely wanted yours. I wanted to see how you felt. Cause like I said, you are the, the the most modest narcissistic person that I know, and it's killing me right now because you, you you leaving me hanging. You didn't tell everybody how your voice is as smooth as what was it homemade gelato in June, like or or water from an arctic ice glacier like you killing me right now with this you want to tell everybody why your spirits are so down or you want me to tell them
1: man my spirits are not down
2: see what (laughs) happened y'all yeah i know every week q tells y'all that he out playing basketball he's (laughs) trying to trying to stay young and stay fit you know with those of us that aarp does not have when there's someone to contact list (laughs) and he collided with someone who was still trying to get their Kobe Bryant on and they done split his head open.
3: Mm, Thanks.
2: The Q man Mm -hmm. is nursing an injury.
1: He's making it sound a lot worse than it is. I'm a soldier. I've been hurt much worse than that.
2: Let me tell you guys, I am not squeamish. I'm not one of those people that don't like the sight of their own blood. I'm treating the q man like he has the West Nile virus.
3: <laughs>
2: I just don't want any of that airborne contact touching me. <laughs> I gotta go to work in the morning, what and you know I'm, I'm the I'm the only guy in the room right now with four other women. You know how, you know how angry they would be with me if I brought germs into the room.
1: I'm sure they would be.
2: It's already negative 20 degrees when I go into Rome anyway. The last thing you want to do is go into a really cold place and just put germs in the air. So keep them on distance from the queue, man. So, see, this is my opportunity to shout them out. So, Giovanni, Ashley, Lina, and Felicia. They say, shout out. I'm not going to get you sick tomorrow. Not that I will not have the blood of a sick person on me. But besides that, besides your gas and you just not feeling your regularly smooth self, what's going on with you, man?
1: Uh, Well, um, the new book is doing well. Um, You know, people are buying it. People are reading it fast. People are loving it. Uh, I've been posting the, the quotes on my Facebook page.
2: you have the URL for your Facebook page yeah? So you can like tell people how to get to your Facebook page?
1: Oh, Just type in author Quashon Davis.
2: So for people that don't have Facebook, they want to go to Google and type in author Quashon Davis.
1: Yeah, you can go to Qman Books.
2: It's, it's a shame that I have to sell you for you.
3: <laughs> I good. want to
2: check. I want to check all these books getting sold. I feel like I should be getting like 5% off every book because I I make sure you sell you to sell books.
1: 5% a lot.
2: Anyway, we'll discuss that off air. Besides the books, man, how's everything else? How was your weekend?
1: Oh, it was great, man. I mean, it's Wednesday, man. What do you mean, how was your weekend? How was your week, too? You
2: know the last time you and I spoke on air was last Wednesday. It was a week ago. There's a weekend between. Did he hit you that hard?
1: Yeah, I got hit pretty hard. I actually had a really good weekend, man. I went to a, uh, I went to a nice upscale party Saturday night in the city. Where was, at where was my invitation? You say? I said,
2: where was my invitation?
1: I, I was invited by someone else It was an Alvin Ailey dance studio And I went and I, I Rubbed elbows with some of the Some of the higher class Society I met, uh, I met Chris Broussard, really nice guy Really? Yeah, he was there He was there with his wife just having a good time Partying
2: That's great, Chris strikes me as a really really um, Down earth guy
1: he definitely was We had a nice long conversation I told him about the book He said he was going to check it out
2: Oh, Ladies and gentlemen watch this You tell Chris Boussard about the Neo Soul Show
1: I gave him the business card And told him about yeah, parents.
2: I don't believe you yeah. I believe you told Chris Boussard About your book Your website You handed him a card that had your website on it And you mentioned nothing about the Neo Soul Show
1: Actually, it clearly says X to the L on my business card. Yeah, not gonna,
2: I'm not going to badger you. I had a good weekend
1: uh, myself.
2: I <laughs> had a good weekend myself, kept to myself, did some Halloween shopping. You know, I normally don't celebrate Halloween, and I'm I'm kind of fluctuating with what I'm going to celebrate it this year. But I did go out and, like, get some candy and help some other people get some Costumes like my little sister has her costumes. I'll be taking pictures and posting that. Like when I post things, like if you are active on social media, it doesn't make a difference if you post a picture of yourself or you post a picture of someone else. People like it. Like it doesn't have to be you. So I'm gonna post a lot of pictures of other kids and other people's kids to show how active I've been for Halloween.
1: You're celebrating the devil's birthday. Huh?
2: Listen, I said I'm not really sure I'm gonna eat the candy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my trainer's advice. I'm gonna dress up for work tomorrow as a poor college student. That's gonna be my Halloween costume. I'm not gonna trick or treat, but I will work the door. For the last few years, I didn't work the door. Like they would ring the bell, and I would get tired of ringing the bell. So I just left the candy out on the steps. So I'm gonna actually work the door and be nice this year and just so you know your former dog is going to be left outside for Halloween <laughs> to ward off in all evil spirits
3: I hear much about that dog
2: that is Satan's dog <laughs> but enough of getting to know you past few things I want to talk to you about wrong. I had a great conversation today at work And I wanted to get your opinion on it So we're going to talk about that But first things first We got to talk about the things That make you man happy So you know Your boy Alan Iverson Retired today Need to know how you feel Your thoughts about that career Finally coming to an end Appropriately
1: Are you kidding right now?
2: No I'm, I'm very serious Around noon today He retired Officially
1: I didn't know he was still playing
2: He w- I'll tell you the same thing I told everyone else Who said that today he was playing overseas, he was in China, he was in Europe, he had tried out for a few teams. He wasn't actively in the NBA, but he had not retired either.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
2: you're the, big ba- you're the big basketball fan of the two of us. you got to have some comments, some thoughts or something on Alan Iverson, hanging it up for good. I,
1: when he was at his best, great question but he has at his best for a long time. So, good career. That's about it, man.
2: <laughs> Just talking to talking to a few females and
3: they only know
2: Alan Iverson for his troubles. But like, you know, they saw him and was like, you know, talking about the baby mother situation, the alimony, the child support, the recent alcohol issues that he's had. I feel for the brother, man. Because you know my, my age demographic and my generation. We don't really know Michael in his prime because we were we were still under ten at that time. Same thing we were bandwagon fans just because the we Bulls were winning championships. But the superstars that we knew, you know Shaq, Kobe when he was younger, and Allen Iverson. That that was the superstars in the NBA for us. So to see all the rest of those guys, you know they retire. It's a it's a Big deal when they retire. The city still loves them. The team loves them. And then you see mm-hmm. Allen, who kind of was just away in obscurity and going through these, these, this really, really tough time. When his, when his jersey was retired, like, it came off as an intervention. So it was, mm-hmm. it's just real it's, it's sad to see you know where he is and how far he's come. But I'm mm-hmm. glad to see he looks better. Um, his wife was with him today at the um the retirement press conference that's a good sign. um you know his kids look happy, and he looks good, like maybe you know this won't be the end. I just hope that there's no reality t v show that comes from that
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know a i on a i like don't no need to don't no need to see it hear it none of that. I'm surprised that's all you got to say though,
3: hey, yeah,
1: Man, he ain't been in the news forever.
2: So somebody got to be relevant in the news for you to have an opinion
1: about him. Oh, I mean, what can you say about? Him? Yeah, you know, I mean, he had a I'm great off career. Here. I'm
2: off you there, guy. You? So you? I'm off you. So yesterday, yesterday marked the one-year anniversary of um, Hurricane Sandy hit New Jersey yeah. yesterday. Can I get some type of thought from you that's more than 140 characters?
1: Well, I mean, I didn't have power for two weeks Um, Very difficult time for a lot of people I'm sure That's one of those memories that you'll never forget Very, very, uh, very rough time I remember going outside that morning To see what happened And it was a possum hiding in the garbage Scared to death (laughs) <laughs> a possum was
2: hiding in the garbage
1: we can. he had crawled in there in the middle of them while everything was going on. I guess
2: you are so descriptive I ask anybody else about Hurricane Sandy they'll say a car like, they'll say the water they'll say a whole lot of things
1: the only person
2: I know that would find the rodent of the animal world and how it was quivering in, in a place it normally destroys. <laughs> only you. I can't with you. But um I agree. Um big 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 moment. Um I, I just feel blessed that I wasn't here physically in New Jersey. When it happened, I happened to be in the only part of New York that wasn't really hit, flushing Queens. Um, it just got a little rain, there was some wind. I actually thought it was a fluke until I woke up the next day and saw the news. Um And I'll always remember being a part of, you know, the different movements and things that were going on. Um, Shout out to Angelina Pavarnik of the Jersey Shore. Did a lot of things out on Staten Island. And, um, you know, we hooked up and did a radio telethon over at Rutgers North and WRNU and raised $1,000 in 24 hours um, for the relief effort and meeting all of the people that we got a chance to meet, speaking with. Mayor Booker and all of the different artists that that reached out, donated and, and had their fans donate. And I think outside of the devastation itself, that's something that's always gonna remain with me. Because you know, I always say I feel like human beings just have this innate need to be a part of something. And for the first time in my life, I felt like that was the thing that I needed to be a part of. And being a driving force in that meant a lot. I remember coming back And doing the show You know You and I did the show I can't remember Who the guest was Because talking about Sandy kind of took You know Most of our time When we did the show That week And You know Just blessed I think Just being able to say Last year Sandy hit No you did a show Last year And you're still doing a show now I don't know if To me bit of blessed To say that You know We have The fans And the listeners And the numbers To continue to do this every single week. I'm not, get, I'm not gonna get sentimental I'm not gonna get
1: Q Man left his smoothness at home. <laughs> I don't know,
2: I'm chilling man, I'm in a good mood. Last thing, we're gonna get into some music tonight. We got some music to play, we're gonna do some giveaways as well. Before we came on air, we're gonna talk Neil Soul music. Do I think y'all gonna have it for, you know, the next forty minutes and we're not gonna talk about some really good neo-soul music I just need to push two man's buttons a little bit so earlier today I normally don't call Q before the show I don't do that we, we we like to get on air our chemistry works best when we're just going at each other I'll say something he says something I'll mention the fact that he's really really old he'll mention the fact that I'm really really dark though I think I'm still more attractive than him I'll mention the fact that he's a narcissist he'll say something about my age like you know bibs and diapers or something I called in today and we we, we had a conversation I heard something on television about Deion Sanders all pro cornerback in the NFL saying that he felt that
0: he could stop
2: Calvin Johnson the wide receiver of the Detroit Lions and I mentioned Mr. Q man and the argument of the generational gap ensued. <laughs> Please tell these people what you said and how
1: you felt about the conversation. Deion Sanders is the greatest cornerback of all time, and he would have no problem stopping Calvin Johnson.
2: And I had to remind Q-Man that Deion Sanders and his prom never faced the type of African-American athletes that we create today these 6 foot 4 6 foot 5 220 plus yet run like gazelle wide receivers in his time he was facing arguably the greatest wide receiver of all time Jerry Rice and, and also Michael Irvin and Sterling Sharp, and Q-Man named a whole lot of other people that use walkers now they were finesse players they they weren't they weren't tough, they weren't big, they weren't intimidating, and I think that a part of Dion's allure was that he was able to intimidate and antagonize those players. Things that I don't think he'd be able to do to the guy that we call Megatron. Have you ever seen Michael Irvin? Have I ever seen Michael Irvin and when he's not wearing those extremely bright
1: yes, I used to do some type of narcotic suit? Michael Irvin is a big strong guy And he's 6'3 I'm questioning how you know really how strong Michael Irvin is not, you, not, you must not have really seen that guy
2: I met Michael Irvin once at Newark Airport And like he, did, he didn't strike me as a, as a very very strong guy
1: Did hmm. you ever see the movie The Longest Yard?
2: yes class but most black men in in prison strike you as being strong it doesn't speak much to him being a strong person it's just I just think that it's like it's like me saying on my best day in my prime you couldn't stop me on your best day in your prime you y'all played basketball in a totally different era when I was a kid playing basketball, you know, y'all played like prison, no blood, no foul. I come from the generation (laughs) where hand checking is a foul. Don't touch me with your off hand. That's (laughs) foul. So you come from a generation of you're not dunking on me, I'm gonna bridge you And we come from a generation of it's all about facial facials and, and posterizing it. So we just come from a different era. It's, it's just really hard. And like like we also said, it's like saying LeBron playing Jordan. Who would win? Yeah, from two totally different eras. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really hard to say. But the fact that you so vehemently believe in Deion Sanders, have you seen his feet? Like, do you think his feet looked like that in the 90s? Do you think he could stop somebody? Thank you. Barry and the chat room agree with me. Mega, Megatron cannot be stopped.
1: He would stop him with no problem. Can we get a caller or a chatter to weigh in on this?
2: What we, what I can do, what I can do for Flintstone, I'll put it in the chat room and I'll put it on Twitter, and we will see what, what any other person has to say. And anybody listening on your phone in the chat room, feel free to join the conversation. If you're on your phone, press 1. We'll let you know that we're going to bring you on before I bring you on. Phone number 347-237-5212. Please call in and let Q-Man know that just because someone claims to be time and be greatest does not actually mean that they are.
0: Oh, oh, gosh.
2: Well, what we're going to do right now, in the meantime, in between time, we do have some Neil Soul things to get back to. And I still got to talk to you about that conversation that I had at work today about, you know, racial tensions. You know how I get when people mention Tyler Perry. I got to talk to you about that conversation, how that went. But don't play some music. We've got four phones tonight. It is a Neil Soul show. Just because we have a guest, don't we're not going to play music. We have music tonight from one of your favorite guests, um, Waterseed who will be interviewing with, you know, our favorite video staff member, Sister Sweet, to will be doing a live interview with Waterseed on their new album. You know, so she was gracious enough to share with us a couple of songs that she really, really liked. So we're going to play Show Work Improve off of their newest project and also our favorite, Margot B, who's starring on HBO's Boardwalk Empire. She is going to be the featured artist at XTL.com. So, you know, we figured this would be a great time to get back into her music. And I actually want to do a trivia giveaway later in the show. We give away a CD live at the Hazlitt Theater.
1: Is Barry in the chat room?
2: Barry's in the chat room, so you can go holler at him he, in the chat he's,
1: room. Your, he's your age, though, so I'm nervous. But Barry, weigh in on this Deion Sanders thing.
2: He did already. He said Megatron cannot Megatron be stopped.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. not with you. We'll take, we'll
2: take care of that in the chat room. we
1: we'll get <laughs> to music. Very... Anyway,
2: we'll get to the music. Show can Peru from What Is He? And the cover, Falling to Pieces from Margo B. Sunil Soso. will be right back.
0: Still alive, but better breathing. To a that I don't believe in Cause I got time while he's got freedom Cause when a heart breaks, no, it don't break even Best days will time of my worst You finally found a girl that's gonna put him first Well, I'm wide awake, he's no problem sleeping Cause when a heart breaks, no, it don't break even, even low. What am I supposed to do when that best part of me was always you? And what am I supposed to say when I'm all chucked up and you're okay? I'm falling to pieces. i for a reason But no wise word Gonna stop the bleeding
3: but
0: He's moved on And I'm still grieving Cause when a heart breaks No, it don't break even No and What am I supposed to do When the best part of me Was always you and What am I supposed to say When I'm all choked up You're okay The pain you took your suitcase out of the plane I'm Trying to hold on to what little remains Oh, cause you left me with no love And no love to my name I'm still alive but I'm barely breathing Just praying to a guy that I don't believe in Cause I got time while he's got freedom When a heartbreak No, it don't break No, it don't break No, it don't break even What am I supposed to do When the best part of me Was always you What am I supposed to say When I'm all choked up And you're okay I'm falling Thank you. All uh-huh. right.
2: The to Love 2 and before that we have Fall Into Pieces from Margo the shout out to Margo on Miles and Righteous Music and Darian Dean. Mars and Margo stop by the Circle of Sisters booth and as I mentioned Margo is playing Tony Maitland it's a character's name on Four Walk Empire just had a really big uh, big episode just past Sunday you been watching the show
1: too? I have not you told Margo on uh, stage you were going to watch the show, too. Honest guy. I'm going to get to it.
2: You it's you a You lie to her. You lie to anyone. So before we left, we were having a conversation. We'll get back to it. I posted it on Twitter. Posted it on Facebook. Help Q-Man out if you believe that Deion Sanders could shut down Cowden Johnson not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. I just, I will just see if you have anyone that agrees with you. Because, you know, most of our listeners are not sports fans. They're not going to bore them with the fact that you just want to hold on. You know, most of you, you over the hill guys, you just want to hold on to your proms so and you say things out the side of your neck.
1: Anyone that has any sense would agree with me.
2: Well, it's out there. Again, 347-237-5212. 2, 2. Feel free. Press 1. Tell me I'm wrong. Or well, you just join the chat where it belongs on radio dot com slash X to the L, and you just click the live show. Uh, once again, I, I didn't mention earlier. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to Childish Sister sweet Dr. Barry, everybody in the chat room, everybody listening on your cell phone or your mobile device. We love, we, we appreciate the love immensely. So we got to do some Neil's little stuff before I get back and say anything else that you might want to discuss. Okay. So first and foremost before we came on the show, got I get your opinion on this? This is a little more your generation of Sister Sweet. In the chat room, I was scrolling through TV you know, trying to get my neo-soul zone. I was listening to some music on iTunes and flipping through some channels. I stumbled on TV One and they were doing Heavy D's Unsung. Today. Oh, that's and And it kind of struck me, Unsung is kind of the show for people that didn't really get the credit that they deserved as an artist. So I wanted to ask you, do you feel that Heavy D and the Boy deserved an Unsung episode?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Heavy D and his prime actually was that good. so that's but
2: that's my point we like heavy d is not a a unknown name and heavy d and the boys are not a group that we're not aware of so my question to you is again i don't want to make it i really don't want to make it an age thing but i i just know the hits that i know from anything that had a video or somebody mentioning him you know stuff like that i'm not going to sit there and act like i really know how great heavy d was i'm asking you was Were they really so prominent that for them not to be mentioned now, it make them unsung?
1: Oh, see, I thought unsung just uh, did things on just various artists. I didn't know there was a criteria.
2: Yeah, unsung chooses artists who were very, very prominent at a time and pretty much kind of remained prominent or remained very noticeable within music but they didn't keep the same popularity like David Ruffin has had an unsung Freddie Jackson's had an unsung you know like people that had prominence had big hits but their career continued but their popularity necessarily didn't so for Heavy D to have one that was a little little shocking to me mm-hmm. and if I know that You know you were on the party scene So you know you was probably out there with your boys And you was dark skin heavy I just
1: wanted to know how you felt About that Well I was a Heavy D fan So Chance to To see something more Some sort of aspect of them that I didn't know Would, would have been me So I would say give him an own song I i a big heavy D
2: I mean, I enjoyed it. I quoted a little bit late. Everybody was already old, you know, I was talking about um how how they believe he contracted the um the walking pneumonia that um claims his life, but you know, I just I, I know him as the guy that was on the Uptown as a big guy that could move and I, I still remember the music and you know, I'm not that old. I'm still not that young either. I remember the music, just you know, I like to get I'd love to get your opinion on,
1: on, on things. I just,
2: I feel like you just have a wealth of knowledge.
1: Well, Heavy D was amazing. And his group, it actually was an interesting story, because, you know, Heavy D and the boys, they they were and you remember, well, you may not remember, but they had the we got our own thing and all, all that stuff. And then, um, one of the, you remember, well, I keep saying remember like you remember, but one of the boys had died. I think he fell out a window when they were goofing around or something like that.
2: I remember the story.
1: Yeah, so their story is actually interesting, but he had a lot of talent.
2: Heavy he D or, or the boy that fell out the window?
1: Heavy D. He was the okay. head of his time.
2: And as you know, I've heard that that before and You know, things of that nature, so Again, wanted to get your Opinion on it I think Unsung is a show that everybody Should watch, especially if you're a fan of soul music It's always a a soul artist Being Recaptured or or talked about or it sounds very eerie to me you know, this thing that we do every third Wednesday it sounds a lot like Wednesday Rewind but you know we, we do it a lot better but it's a really really good show and um, the D thing was just a really really good look so I definitely want to point that out uh, shout out to our soul sister that's Navi. came up in conversation today everyone who knows T-Mitch knows that I am not a fan of anything ratchet reality TV show related not a fan I don't do it I feel like life is a reality television show for everyone in heaven anything other than that should not be on television I say that to say I did happen to catch a reality TV episode yesterday I caught it yesterday it didn't come on yesterday I caught it yesterday it was Love and Hip Hop New York don't ask Quash don't ask what it is don't ask why I was watching it it just happened. It was on my television. And just as I was about to change the channel, I heard an s b song playing on Love & Hip Hop. Wow. And that's a that's, that's, a, that's a big look. It's a big look for her. Just six months ago, she was on Mob watch singing at one of their funerals on the show. And now, as much as I hate to say it, this prominently watched reality television show is featuring her latest single What You Need from her album Exit E and you know kudos to her big shout out to Yaya and that's not um, I sent a tweet out to them you know congratulations on the love and hip hop thing and just you know you and I were on that bandwagon almost two years ago next to the L already interviewed Esnavi. The Neil souls who had already interviewed Esnavi. We already saw her live performance. So to see her gaining, you know, the prominence and the attention that she is now and she's on Music Choice for all of the Comcast cable watchers it's a big thing. So again, congratulations. Big shout out to our Solves
3: um,
2: Our other sister from across the pond over in Australia Jasmine Amari is doing uh, really, really big things. She's been nominated for a slew of awards over in Australia, and they're currently doing voting for the Australian Independent Music Awards. And she's been nominated for a lot of awards. So she, she's up for, I think, um, a pop category. She's up for a neo category, and she's up for an urban category. There's also the People's Choice Award and Yasmin has um, she's been tweeting about it and she has information up on Facebook and don't worry Q I've already voted on her behalf before Yasmin Amari um, she did ask that you know we, we spread the word so you guys can go to musicoz.org she should bring up Music OZ presents Australian Independent Music Awards click the 2013 entrance click the letter Y and Yasmine Amari is the first to come up and vote for Yasmin. Um, Q and I don't vouch many artists, um, especially artists that we haven't, you know, hung out with or met outside of the interview that we we've done on the show with them. But Yasmin is just one of those spirits that that we connected with. Um people that listen to or our listeners who religiously listen to the neo-social will remember that was the very first time you ever heard q get really excited to talk to a guest you know he's like she's a leo she's a poet she was really into the lioness thing like he just really got excited and the fact that she called into the show from australia so she's a, a really great person Rose really down to earth great artist we've played her music numerous times on the show so Again, it's org. 2013 entrance And why for Yasmin Amari, vote for her And help her continue to chase her dream. Q, we miss Micah At Billy's Black This past Friday
1: uh.
2: So Micah Was looking for us in the audience And um, we, we, we weren't there
1: For reasons unknown
2: I won't discuss on air we weren't there, but Micah's going to be at Blues Alley next month down in D.C. On November 26th, it's Micah Chevalier. She's going to be performing um, November 26th. And I heard that Regina Bell is going to be performing at Blues Alley on November 1st. So, you know, anybody in the D.C. area has a couple of shows you might want to catch. I might just slide down. There. I got a lot of friends in D.C. I haven't seen in a long time. I need to get down there and catch up with them. I know I'm in training right now. I'm not going to skip any days, but I just might not go over my stuff this weekend. I think I'm just going to go to DC and just have a good time down there. And I think the last thing I have here is um, our good friend Efe that has that, that song that you like to bring up inappropriately. <laughs> on the show. Efe Thomas is going to be performing at the Langston Hughes Performing Art Institute in Seattle on November 2nd and November 16th. And Efe is finally, let me not say finally, Efe is wrapping up her album. So we reached out to Efe a while ago after we had our first interview with her, we had her back on the show, and Efe wanted to make sure that she had her album together and all her tours set up before she started taking any more interviews, so it's good to hear that she is ready to probably start doing interviews again so we can get her back on the show so I can tell her how much you love that song (laughs) too so that's what that's that's what I got man. that's what I got that's what's going on and he also as we mentioned you know we're playing music from Water tonight um, off their new contract Wonder Love two and Q is in the chat room he is just begging and dying for someone to agree with him on well, this Beyonce and this Calvin Johnson thing.
1: He, of course, you young guys.
2: Okay. I don't know what you said, but speaking to the microphone.
1: I said, of course, you young guys are going to say Megatron. Whiz, whiz. Nah, I don't want to put you on the spot like that.
2: For sure, which, what do you mean? Go ahead.
1: Is, is your dad around?
2: Yeah, see, you shoulda did that. Yeah, you said have did that. No, yeah, I
1: apologize. Yeah, you said I did that. <laughs> I, yeah. I just yeah. said, I don't want to yeah, tell you to
2: tell me to say it. You know I'm a mama's boy and everything. I don't even like that you brought him up. We did not even, I'm moving on. We don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I had a conversation today at work, and uh-huh. it was a really, really good conversation. It was one of those conversations that you and I would like because it was one of those conversations that bettered our people as a group and it wasn't one of those conversations that like tear people down by promoting negativity and ignorance and it started off as a funny conversation because it was one of those conversations like you know hey yeah Kevin Hart's funny you know I don't think Kevin Hart is funny so I immediately jumped in and um mm-hmm. you know gave, gave my opinion I think Kevin Hart's a fool I think he's silly I don't think he's funny. I don't, I don't think his jokes are funny. I think that we literally laugh at his pain. We do that all the time. When Misery kind of comes you. we're going through something and we see someone going through something worse, that's funny. Right. So, you know, we laugh at him. Just, I just don't think he's a funny guy. I don't really watch The Real Husbands of Hollywood. I think it's a dumb concept for a show when 50% of the people on the show aren't married. So um, that kind of grew, that we were talking about um, the comment that Chris Rock made on the show about him being famous and Kevin Hart being black famous. And, it, and the conversation grew from there about, you know, the reality that there shouldn't be a term or a phrase like black famous, but it's the world that we live in. You know, we don't say black famous because white people look at it as black famous, but that's what you are. If you only are relevant to a certain demographic. It's just what you are And I don't I don't think that most comedians today Like your Kevin Hart, your Cat Williams Your Mike S. All Which were names in this conversation Can't cross over the way your, your Chris Rocks, your Eddie Murphys Even your Eddie Griffins And your Richard Pryor's Bill Cosby They can't cross over like that and, and do movies that Multiple genres and races of people Will go see or do stand-ups And multiple genres of people will listen to so, in the speaking about black entertainers who were successful, that of course, over Tyler Perry was mentioned. And yes. you know that something boils deep inside me with disdain for Tyler Perry. So, without really getting into how I feel he's a reverse racist and all of the stuff with the dark and light skin and his movies, I thought about you because... I was asked, you know, being a dark skin guy myself and for those that don't know, I have a problem with Oliver because what he portrays to our people always seems to show dark skinned men in a bad light and light skinned men in a good light. And and no matter what movie you mention, I can find some way that dark is wrong and light is, is right. And I if you can do it in every movie I don't think it's coincidence. So I was asked, you know, is that something that I, I think of a lot or I see a lot? And I did mention that as a as a dark-skinned guy, I've always had issues with light-skinned guys. They've never had to do anything to me. I've just always had issues with them. And Q, you know, I playfully have said to you on many occasions, the 80s are over. I'm the Q1 in the group.
3: <laughs>
2: so it made me think it was something that I wanted your opinion on cause this is this is definitely a topic that... You know, you and I playfully just about, like when Anthony Davis was on the show a while ago and you told him, I told him you light skinned and you said, no, you're dark-skinned, you're like two shades away from Kevin Garnett. This is something that we play with all the time, but I definitely wanted your opinion on the topic because I kind of got quiet while the topic was being mentioned, you know, um, in the circle that I was in, not because I didn't have anything to say, but because I knew I was going to talk about it later tonight, but I definitely wanted your opinion on that
1: the light skinned dark skin
2: yeah, well yeah, just 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 the how how we are we, we're racialized with 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 everything to the point where a comedian can't just be funny but they can be funny to only a certain demographic like I'd like hmm. you could even go as far as to say that our show being a neil soul show is not hmm. necessarily set up with demographics outside of African Americans because outside of that demographic, not too many people listen to soul music or neo soul music. So I guess just the fact that we have that that racialization in the world today.
1: That's topic. Yes it is I actually did a show at a back but you know just Quickly touch on what you said, though. Tyler Perry, you know he. She said about him completely. It, it definitely is a path with him. Uh. And dark. You're you're very right, but I mean he does always have the fat black mom. <laughs> yes, he does. So, you know, he, yeah. So he he definitely uh, does that. <laughs> In that you know, that like, yeah kind of, I mean these guys they used to be when Eddie Murphy and Red Fox and Richard Pryor those days were over so you know I, I, of, I agree
2: but but on a whole, like I just like there's a comment in the chat room. Shout out to Celeste Holloway. Thank you for commenting. She said, "Not many people in the U. S. But abroad, like soul music is not necessarily big here in the United States, but it is bigger abroad, which is why artists like Robin Dick and Adele can have international success." I don't disagree with your comment, but I also think your comment kind of makes my point because the two artists that you named are not African
1: American artists. Celeste so, Holloway, what's going on? What are you doing in there?
2: she's she's being a great listener, thanks lot, but again, it kind of makes my point that it, it, its kind of that thing that is still racialized like i can i can i like we could look at that and say, well, I see why I robin thinking Adele can have international success, but why has it taken s not so long to get over like like why did it take Jill Scott so long to get on? Why isn't Lettucey as big as she should be Mhm or when I yeah, say algebra and people still think I'm talking about a math problem
3: <laughs>
2: you feel me so like I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think what I'm saying is fact or law I'm just it came up today in conversation and I think it applies much more than it does in, in comedy like what our conversation was about in comedy or movies I think it I, I think it transcends into a lot of what we do Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I love how that's all you have. Mhm. Hey, man. These are the types of things. We only got three minutes left. These are the types of things I'll be going on and on about. That's why I'm like, you should have brought that up real. Yeah,
2: I should have, man. But it's one of those things where, you know, you tell certain people, listen to the show. I'm going to bring that topic up. And then you have to hold it to the end of the show to make sure that they stay on and listen to the entire show.
1: Yeah. So
2: since we since we only have two minutes left, do what you need to do for everything that's going on this
1: weekend. Um, if you guys have not gotten my new book, The Dirty Circle on spot right now, all you gotta do is check it what everybody's saying on reading it in one day. If you're not a if you are we I will be signing a couple different You can check out my Facebook or my Twitter page if you want to know where. And if you need it but you live far away, Celeste Holloway, you can order one at www.qmanbook.com, and it will ship to you.
2: It will ship to you as soon as it gets to you. Q-Man is having We have a serious end with Of course we So with the show Getting ready to end Next week on the Neo Soul show We're going to get Back into the In rotation playlist We're going to have Our first listeners In rotation playlist Kiki Rodriguez The super front To the show Is going to come On the show Be live on air With the Q-Man And myself And bring to us The music that she Has in rotation And if I'm not mistaken, The mighty ox Tariq Berry Is going to also Bring us an In rotation playlist Later in November I believe that is it. That's what we got. November's gonna be a big month, man. Trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with um that third Wednesday of the month when we bring Mike Mike Bone back and see who we spotlight for the Wednesday rewind. Um definitely catch up with us. That's um November second. is gonna be a book signing. Q man is on a book signing
1: at where Q? Dragonfly? Uh, Dragonfly on Saturday night.
2: Dragonfly in Linden. Um, I will be there with him. So, you know, he comes by and us both again. Definitely, it's all about him. I'm just a cute one on the side. And November 3rd at Delightful K Creations, we'll be signing books there as well. So, again, we'll catch you all next week. And, Uncle, please get us out of here like you like to.
1: You mentioned myself. We will be next week where we will try to do better. Until then, check out xpdl.com. Check out Q-Man Books. Don't forget to love Neo Soul Music. And we are out of here yeah shout out to my life
2: station girl see y'all tomorrow good night everybody